Good morning, Dr. Sadi Tess on the base. We're about to we'll just in a few minutes, we'll continue on in the Gemara. Um, just uh, briefly, what, what we finished off with yesterday, the Ramban. Yeah, we were speaking about the Ramban, the Ramban who says that in answer to Tosu's question, that if this debate, Tosu says, if you're throwing it exactly four months, the sticky cake, and it's going to stick against the wall. Then forget your thing about whether it's gone Daladamus or not. But most of it, 99% of it plus, is still within the Daladamus. So why did we say Igud? So the Rabban wanted to say, he said, no, you don't say Igud there, because you only look at the surface which is making contact. That was, that was his Yusayit. So we use that to suggest that it could well be that with that, that answers the question of the Rashba on the Ramban earlier. When the Ramban said, made the statement that if you got a pillar in the Rishas Sarab, and this pillar is 10, 10 high, 4 by 4, right? And you've got this object which is flying through there and comes to rest on it. He says, yeah, but it's coming from Imo Kempitur, because since there are no proper Mechitzas, therefore we don't say, Yeah? So the Rashba said, well, in which case, anytime you put anything on there, why don't we say Igud? It's connected to the Rishas, to, to the Mechitzur above it. So we said, well, according to this, it wouldn't be a problem because the point of contact is with the Rosh Hashayachit. That's what we suggested. The only thing which struck me is there is a, 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 more than a little bit of a problem here. And that is from the Sugya of Kaveres, which is actually where the Rashba asked from. If you remember the case of the Kaveres, of the beehive, whatever it is, and you throw it. So we said, okay, depending on the size of it, because remember, it's cylindrical. But the kids are you're going to be potter because you're throwing Rashiyas. There was an opinion there, was it Abaye, who said, even if it's not the Moshul quite ten high, <clears throat> you're still going to be high because it's impossible there won't be some of the, the uh, warp, whichever one it is, of these re- which is reaching up above ten. And therefore, it's not, some of it is going to be in the Mekon Petur. So this is where you see this Yisoyed of Igud. Yeah? And that Lemaisa is the Makar for the, for the, for the Rashba's question. And there, the, whole, the, the point of contact is all in the, on the ground, on the grounds of the Rosh Hashanah. So, Stamazo, that, that, that's going to be a, a problem with the Ramban. Whether we've, the only thing is, obviously it's very, very similar to, even more similar to the case of the pillar. It's not much the same, same sort of thing. So I, I, I did have a quick look. I've, I've seen the question is asked. I, 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 sort of thing. I didn't uh, don't know if he answered it. He does answer it. I haven't had too much of a think about it as of yet. Um, but I don't know. Can you... I mean, I can, I can give a, one or two suggestions. Could you suggest anything? Quite a tough question, though. Be your pot in that case. Yeah. You're using the connection to a mock to make it potter, it's not having gone completely into a shisayokit, whereas here we 
saying it's connect, it's got a point of contact. Let's just say you have to do something with Mechayekim. Here it's going to the Chumra. That's going to cut it, but it's strange. I mean, there's there is one difference which struck me, and that is that in the case of the the um, the Kaveres, you can't get it all into the Rosh Hashanah. It's can't, uh, into the the there was actually the Rosh Hashanah. You can't get it into the Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, I don't know if you turn on the side, maybe you could, but as it is now, you can't get it other than just, you know squashing it. The reason why it's above ten is because you can't get it into the Rosh Hashanah. It's too big for the Rosh Hashanah. Masha'en came, in the Masha'en, in the case of the Jabalim, which we were talking about it, you know, being, not all of it's left the 4 by 4 so it depends on whether it's lying flat, or whether it's sticking up in the air a bit. The other point is, it's not Peshat, it's too big. You just didn't throw it far enough. But it will fit all into the Rosh Hashanah. So therefore, if the Masha'en, if the Jabalim has gone into the ground and it's sticking up like this on, on, a, on a slight angle, so the point of contact is all outside the four, but some of it is still sticking back into the four. The Rambam would say, you're high for that. Why? Because all of it can fit into that Rishus where it's made contact. So that I can say, there's no Igot here. But if the reason why it hasn't all gone into the other Rishus is because it's too big, there's a Shtikul far in that, right? Then you can't say it's Nimshach after that. It's too big. And part of it, therefore, is still being held back. You could then clear back in that case of the of the uh, pillar, because mitzad echod you can't possibly fit it all into the rishus hayochet there on top of the pillar, but it's not too big for a rishus hayochet. Because remember, rishus hayochet, depending on what rishus hayochet has adlorakia. If you put mechitzas around it, so you could clear as it is now, it couldn't fit in. Right? But there's a mock in there to say, but it's not too big. Rosh Hashanah is is uni- not unique in as much as you can't make a Rosh Hashanah higher than 10. That would be one possibility. Now, I'd like that one because then we'd still be able to answer the, the Rambam with a pillar. Possibly. Right? There is another possibility which struck me. Again, this needs, needs more thought. And that is, we are talking about two different points in the process of Hitzah, if you really think about it. One is in the, the transfer stage, and one is in the Hanukkah stage. What the Rambam is dealing with here, with the javelin and, and all of that, is in the Hitzor stage. The problem was that you didn't take all of it out into, from one Rosh into the other. You didn't transfer it all out of the four arms, which is essentially uh, taking it out of the Rosh So there the Rambam said, this Yisoyed, that let's think about it. If you've taken out the part which is, let's say, your javelin, and it's like this, it's on an angle, then in terms of the hanocha, you've got a hanocha outside of the zaladamas. In terms of the hutzah, you've got the hutzah. Why? Because the part which is at rest is outside. What are you concerned? Some of it is still inside. That doesn't bother me, says Rambam. Right? What would bother me is, if you've got a box, yeah, well, the javelin for that matter, but right, half of it's in, half of it's out. Because then it comes out that some of it is still munach berushosayochit. Munach berushosayochit. 
Yeah, exactly. You could even say, therefore, the Akira wasn't worth very much there because it hasn't actually gone out from that Rishus. Mashaykin, if it's like this, then you never destroyed the Akira. The Akira was, was good. You picked it up. Never came back to rest on the, in the, the original Rishus. You have had a Hotzah of some sort and you've got a Hanacha. Yeah? Mashaykin, in the case of the Kaberas. The case of the Kaberas, the problem is not the transfer. Because I picked up the Kaberas, you've got the Akira. It's gone way more than four Amas. It's no longer in the original Mokka. The problem is in the Hanukha. It didn't all come to rest in the Rosh Hashanah. Part of it's resting, not resting, point of contact, whatever, in the Mokon Petur. That's different. Yeah? The only problem is if we said that, well then that at least explains the Ramban here a little bit, but it will throw a span in the works of what I wanted to say yesterday in terms of the pillar. Then we'd have to go through the other answers, which would explain why the Ritzvah gave his answer, despite the fact that he goes like the Ramban here. Which, because again, think about it there. If you throw something in the, in the Rosh Hashanah, you pick it up, you throw it at so you've got the Hitzah, you've got the Akira, you've got the Hitzah, the problem is in the Hanacha. It's not all resting in the Rishas Ayochit. So in which case, you'd have the question of the Rashman, you'd have to come on to one of the various answers. It's not Shkafer, because the main point is we have to answer this Ramban here, who says the Yisoyed, that it doesn't bother me, it only bothers me with the point of context. Then we've got the problem with the Kaveras. That's the point we have to answer. So we've got two possibilities. As I said, possibility number one, which is to do with whether it can or it can't rest there that would give us a possibility of answering the case of the pillar. If you go with the second, second matter, which I think still needs a little bit of thought, why it would be like that, when it's the, the, whether the Chesorin is in the Hotel or the, the Hanokha, but would answer the Ramban here, but wouldn't uh, give an answer for the case of the Ahmed. Okay, if you can think of any other answer, I'd be most grateful. You know, there could be something else. As I haven't given it enough thought to be able to say for definite. Okay, um, let's continue on in the Gemara. Well, the, as of yet, therefore, the Gemara hasn't really answered the question, has it? And the truth is, we're not really going to have an answer. When we get to the end of the sugya, Hashem will just see what the... Perhaps we'll have a quick look at what the Ramans uh, passed on. So here we go. Next, Shaila. Boy Rob. Um, it's about eight lines, ten, ten lines up, maybe. Two, four, six, eight, ten lines up. First word on line, Rob. Boy Rob. So Rob asked the following Shaila. Zorak Daf. If a person threw a, a uh, like a shelf, right, a plank of wood, and it came to rest on top of pegs, Mahu what's the day? So the Gemara says, my comeboyle, what's his shida? His shida must be, my um yeah, my comeboyle, hanochas chepet, vasias mechitza, badiatodi kaosu. His shayda is, because when the chayfetz, when the plank, the shelf, comes to rest, it's making a mechitza at that point. Meaning to say, that I picked up this shelf in the Rosh Hashanah, I threw it a little bit, and it came to rest, and a couple of hours away. But it wasn't done at But, when it did come to rest, it made the Rosh Hashanah, didn't it? Correct? Well, it's going to make the mechitza, isn't it? 
Yeah, the edge of the of your shelf drops machitzas. There may be one or two other machitzas in place. That, that, that we'll discuss very, very briefly about Hashem soon. But the kitzah, when it lands, now I will have a Rishasayochit. Before that, I did not have a Rishasayochit. But when it lands and it makes a Rishasayochit, now it comes out, this lands in a Rishasayochit. So that's the same Shida, Hainu, to Rabbi Yechon. That's the same Shida as Rabbi Yechon. The case where a person, where a person, um, took out a chulia from the pit, making it into a Rishasayochit. Before you took it out, it wasn't. Now it is. Or the, you know, I mean, you can take your pick which one it's very similar to, but it's the same sort of shida. So the Gemara answers, no. Ki when did Rava have this shida? For example, a person throws this plank of wood, this shelf, the chifetz al gabov, and there's something sitting on it. Right? You've got a biscuit sitting on top of it. So mine, now the shida is, what's the din? Came on the Do you say, since everything lands together, that it's considered like the chifetz coming to rest and the making of the mechitza, they happen simultaneously, in which case the tzad says potter. Perhaps. Since it's impossible that it will not, the biscuit or whatever it is sitting on the shelf, it's impossible it won't jump up a little bit and then come to rest. Therefore it's like making the mechitza and then and only then the chifetz comes to rest. So it's true at the time when I threw the shelf with the biscuits on it, there wasn't a Rishasayachit. But when the biscuit came to rest, it didn't come to rest with the creation of the Rishasayachit. It came to rest post the creation of the Rishasayachit. Yeah, is that clear? That's the Shaya. Take it. And there's no answer. Okay? Says Rashi, Al Gabi Yisedus. Right, it's about fifteen lines up or so. Al Gabi Yisedus. So this plank of wood, the shelf, came to rest on top of the pegs. Al Gabi Yisedus Dachis. It was on top of these narrow pegs. Show you Gavayis Yud, which were ten high. Bein Rochavis Dalit, but were not four wide. They were not a Rishasayafit. But that's there, Roch of Dalit, but this plank of wood was four wide, four by four, Asar Rishasayochit, and makes it into Rishasayochit. Now I've got a platform, which is four by four, ten high, Pitekar Yerev Vesayisim, creates the Mechitzis, and there we go. So Ma'ud is Chayv is Rikazu, what's then to be Chayv with this action of throwing? So we said, well, that's the same Shaida as the previous Shaida, that's of Rabbi Yechanan. So we said, no, it's not, because we're talking about the Chifet al Gabo. There is an object, right? We said the biscuit is on top of the shelf. So the imtim siloma, therefore it's an imtim siloma, meaning to say, imtim siloma k'rabi yechonon. If you want to say like Rabbi Yechonon, the hanocha as chayfet vasias mechitza v'hadi adodi lo mechayev, that when a chayfet comes to rest simultaneously with the making of the rishus of the mechitza, you're not chayev. Well, then what about here? Hocha over here v'adai adafne mechayev. You're definitely not going to be chayev for the for the uh, the hanocha of the of the shelf. But what about making him chayev for the object on top of it? Why? Because it's impossible that the chayefetz won't lift up a little bit from the from the uh, shelf at the time when the shelf comes to rest. Because what's going to happen is the shelf goes bang down and the biscuit goes jumping up. 
and then Vodonaich and then rests. So do you say, in which case Kalsias Mechitza is like making the Mechitza Beresha first, Vodonaichas Tepetz, Adomi, and then it's like the Chayv is coming to rest, in which case Chayv. He'll be Chayv. The Bishal Sanachos, because at the time when the biscuit came to rest, Kavar Nal Sedaf the plank had already made the Rishas Hayochit. Or do you say no? Presumably because when he threw it, there wasn't a Rishas Hayochit. Soft, so we look at it all as one. That's the Shida, and we end up Teku. An issue of it, when it, it jumps up, it's already no longer from his original Koach, but it's Koach, Koach. Mm, it's, I don't know if you call that Garmi, even. Yeah. Maybe we'll call that garmi. It's it's oh, so direct sort of thing. That's yeah. it's a bit like if if you throw a ball and the ball bounces before coming to rest. Yeah, but that transit, this is, it has stopped when, uh, and then it bounces up and down. Yeah, well, it's stopped, it's stopped on Rosh Hashayofit anyway, but it's, it's a momentary thing. If you, if you say that the Hanachas Adaf is Potter, or the Hanachas Adaf, then the, 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 when the, the object on top of the Daf is, uh, bounces, it's bouncing from a, from a, from a Makam Patur. It's not bouncing from a Makam Patur. Bouncing from Rosh Hashayochid. No, because it wasn't Rosh Hashayochid. It was. That's the point of the daf. We're doing it in terms of Rama that the, it's potter on the daf. It may be potter on it. Yeah, be, no, that, that's the not... point of contact. No, we don't say that. That's not what we said. We said it'll be potter because it wasn't a Rosh Hashayochid before it came to that. But from the point of view of the Chifetz on top, it's bounced from Rosh Hashayochid. But because it bounced and then came to rest, you can say that... It's a second later. There's an interesting point where you're asking, is soft called soft? It has, whether you can look at that as a, as a separate thing. Maybe, maybe. But that's, I mean, it doesn't seem that the Gemara looks, that, that that's the reason for the sophic there. It's all considered part of it. We're going to see these sort of cases where the other, other sort of forces mixing in. But it is, it is an interesting point since it sort of bangs down and that's... It's a fair question. It's definitely a fair question. Okay, so that's, so that's the, um, that's the Shaila, that's the Teiku. <coughs> yeah? So there's only one problem here and that is, if you take a look at Tosus, Zorak daf v'chudu anochas tevez v'asiyas mechitza v'chudu. Okay, it's just to recap... Jonathan, the case is that you've got, I'm assuming you've got it, you've read it in there, so, that, uh, so you've got, if not, then here we go. Uh, you've got a plank of wood, I throw the plank of wood, and uh, where am I throwing it? I throw it two arms, right? So I'm not going to be high for Daladamus Brush, so let's just keep it simple that way. And it comes to land on some pegs. The pegs are ten spotting high, but they're not wide enough to be considered a Rosh Hashayochit. So now, when the plank of wood comes to land, now that's going to create Irish Hayochit. Because now I've got a surface which is dalad dalad, 10 to 4 high, 
terms of Mechitzah, we're about to discuss in a second how that works, but for the time, let's assume there's this concept of Pitikro Yerevisaysim, that we can say the edge of this just drops down. It's right, Aloch of the it drops down. And um, therefore, I've got a Rosh Hashayach. Now, the problem says, now, do you say I threw from Rosh Hashayach to Rosh Hashayach, or do you say no? Because when the, when the plank of wood landed, the shelf landed, there wasn't a Rosh Hashayach there before. It created a Rosh Hashayach with it coming to rest. It's simultaneous. So it's a question of the chicken or the egg, you know, which, hey, what, what are you going to say? So um, we said, well, then, in which case, that's the same as the shadows we've been discussing before. So the one says, no, there's an extra twist there. It could be that on the shelf you're definitely, you're definitely potter because it happens simultaneously. It became a shayach with it's coming to rest. So, but here, somebody had put a box of uh, croissant or whatever it is on top of the table. So when it came to rest, that box inevitably will jump slightly and then come to rest. So in which case, it happens a second later, that will only come to sort of eternal rest, or not eternal maybe, but it will come to a proper, you know, more than temporary rest, right? Kavir Stikaret, whatever you want to call it, right? Um, only a second later. So in which case, that's after it became the table form of the Rosh Hashayach. And the Gemara says, we're not sure what that off is, taken. That's basically where we're, where we're holding. What we're just going to discuss very briefly now is, but where are the Mechitzas here? I just said, yeah, don't worry, particularly if it's so saying the mechitzas get, you know, get dropped down. I don't know if you remember there is this, there is this thing of, well, there's going to be two problems here, but one of them is um, what we call Gideon Bokin, but that mechitzas where literally goats, animals can just walk straight through, are not mechitzas. Right? So what sort of mechitzas do you have here where effectively it's just like acting like a chuppah? I mean, the animals can just walk straight through. So where are your mechitzas? In order for it to be a and on top of the table, you've got to have some mechitzas dropping down. Well, if they're just imaginary mechitzas, imaginary mechitzas aren't going to scare off any animals. Right? That is going to be problem number one. Problem number two is going to be from a different Gemara. Let's just... Uh, I'm not, not going to concentrate too much on this, but it's just because there's one interesting point that comes out of it. Zorak daf v'chudu. Hanochas chifetz v'atiyas mechitza v'chudu. V'im tayma. Even, let's assume that there is no problem of the animals going underneath. That is a problem which the Rashbaugh raises. Right, it's the bottom toast on the page. Right? The Rashbaugh does, is bothered by that. But so it says, let's say we're not bothered by that. But how is it going to be choshul to make a Rashasayochit underneath it? What's the difference between this and the case? Of the Traskal, if you've got a basket which you put on a pole in the Rosh Hashanah, or the Omid B'Rosh if you've got a pillar in the Rosh Hashanah, either way, we're talking about a case where it's ten high, the Rosh Hashanah, at the top it's four by four, they may call it Dalit, but underneath it's not Dalit al Dalit. The Ramunan that we say, still to come, but we say, Zarak Manach Adal, if you throw something and it lands on top of it, Chayav Yachayav, because on top of it is Rosh Hashanah, right? Mashma, that's Mashma, Dafka al Gabal, Dafka on top of it. I will tap top, but if you throw it and it lands underneath, underneath the basket, loy. We wouldn't say a chayev. Why? For some reason, because it's not four by four underneath. So here as well. Fine. So let's not, let's not worry about the bichiyas But so called so, why are you not worried about the fact that it's not four by four underneath? And you may say, so what? We're only concerned with on top. So as I think it's the Maharam explains, no, we're not. Because remember, the whole point is that I want this 
duck, this, this uh, plank of woods, I want it to land in a Rosh Hashayotid, simultaneous with becoming Rosh Hashayotid, it's landing in the Rosh Hashayotid. Like the case we had before. That if I throw, I mean, there, there it will be the other way around as it happens, right? When I throw a clod of earth, it's going into a Rosh Hashayotid, and as it lands, it destroys the Rosh Hashayotid, because it's no longer tan deep. Then we have the opposite way around, where I pick up a clod of earth, which was not, it was nine deep the pit, pick up a clod of earth, which is a tefach in height. So simultaneously with me taking it out, it becomes a roshasayotid. So here as well, I want to create a roshasayotid. The plank of wood is going to create a roshasayotid. And simultaneous with that, simultaneously, it's going to go into the roshasayotid. But it's not going into the roshasayotid. Because according to this, there is no inside of the Rosh Hashayofit because underneath it's not Rosh Hashayofit. So it's not, it's not coming into Rosh Hashayofit. Why should I be chayyot? It's like the tracks on top of Rosh Hashayofit. Yeah, and where's this land then? Uh, the, the surface, though. It's the surface of Rosh Hashayofit. Right. It's like the tracks on. Right. And it extends upwards. Right. Even if it doesn't go downwards. Yeah, but this is the truskel itself. This is the truskel itself. It's not the in the truskel. That's the problem. Again, I don't know if you understand what what we're asking here, but imagine, um, imagine, imagine for a second, right, that I'm I'm throwing something, okay? This is my plank of wood, okay? So I throw it. And it comes to land here. Yeah? Now, if this is a Rishasayochid, with it landing, this all becomes a Rishasayochid below it, then I can say, okay, that's very good. Forget, we're not talking about the thing on top yet. We haven't come to that. This is the stage before. And we say, oh, this is like Rabbi Yechonon. It's not like Rabbi Yechonon for Ectosis. Why? Because when this lands, even if you say it makes a Rishasayochid, it's not landing in a Rishasayochid. It is the Rishasayochid. So it hasn't landed in a Rishasayochid. All the cases we were talking about before, when you take out the clod of earth, put the clod of earth in, all the cases we're going to talk about, something is landing with making a Rishasayofit, it's landing inside the Rishasayofit. Right? Which would be fine if when this lands, we'd be able to say the Mechitzes drop, etc., and this is the Rishasayofit below it. So then it's making a Rishasayofit, but it's landing in the Rishasayofit. But if you're telling me that below it is not a Rishasayofit, because that's what it's marshaled from the Gemara and Daf Kofalev, yeah? Then where's the Rosh Hashayochid? On top of the plank. So the plank is the Rosh Hashayochid. It hasn't landed inside the Rosh Hashayochid. Well, that's the Shire that Robert's having. Huh? That's why Robert's got a Shire. That's why Robert's got a Shire. It's a Shire, isn't it? It's why Robert. You're saying, what, what's the case? Well, what's the difference? What's the difference? No, but the Gemara says that's posh. It's like Rabbi Yechonah. It's not the same as Rabbi Yechonah. Oh. Even Rabbi Yochanan didn't quite decide what their love was. I know, but the Gemara says, It's very good, but the Gemara, it's not the same as Rabbi Yochanan. I mean, it's the same, it's the same Shaila. Yeah, but it's not. Not the same Shaila. As it happens, what's what's interesting is, again, this comes back to the same thing we've talked about, is that if you say, like Reb Chaim's thoughts about, you know, La Chirimosa Mechitsa, La Atzmele Kolshe came. 
the Peshat is that we say when if something makes a Mechitza, then we view it, the outer peel is the Mechitza and everything else is considered to be inside. Correct? So I'm not sure why, maybe you could have said that, depending on how, yeah, we said that you see this were ten high, so this lands on top. Why can't we say the bottom peel makes the Rosh Hashayachid and the top part is landing in the, on, on top or wherever it's landing in the Rosh Hashayachid? I don't know if you could say that or not. It's come to rest on the top of the Rosh Hashayachid. Yeah? If you learn that's Peshat and Achim and Mechitza. Surely it would be the same sort of thing over here. The plank is what's making the Rosh So since the plank is making the Rosh Yeah? That anything on top of the plank will be inside the Rosh now, effectively. Then Kolshkin itself, the plank, the thickness of the plank itself is inside the Rosh Like a truck stone. Huh? Yeah. Not like a truck stone. No, 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 no. Like the Gemara, we had the idea. If you go with the, the way Reb Chaim understood the Gemara, then. Look, with the Traxel, it was a posher that, uh, to somebody that he, he was hired. Yeah, because the Traxel was the Rosh Hashayoch, and he threw something into the Traxel. Now, the question is, by putting the Traxel on the... The Just page. like it would be absolutely posh a task if you had. No, it's not. If you put the, 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 the shelf onto the pegs and then you threw something on there, that would be posh a task to your Absolutely. But that wasn't the question here. The question was that the, 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 the shelf itself is the truscal. No one said the Yochai for putting the truscal there. Not yet. Right, well, that's the taker. Well, it's not even the taker. It says Tosus, it's not even a question. Because it hasn't landed in a Rishas So What's the half minute should be chayev? It is the Rishas We've never suggested you should be chayev for that. And if we are suggesting that as a, as a new suggestion, then what's the Gemara's question? How does Rabbi Yechonon? It's not. It's a different question to Rabbi Yechonon. Okay? Yeah? Okay. So Answers so, first. So, so, so for asking such a basic question, but uh, basically, I was saying that if you throw something so big that it actually is like throwing a Rishon Siyachet. Not quite. That, 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 is, that is a separate Gemara on Dachres. We had the Buddha Kaberas. You're not high for that. If you throw something which is big enough to be a Rishon Siyachet itself, then you're not high. So it's also just in that case. No, because over here, we're trying to say this is the same as what Rabbi Yechonon asked. The case of Rabbi Yechonon is different because when you throw... It's not quite the case of Rabbi Yechonon. I'm going to... The same sort of thing. That would be the equivalent of me saying... If you want to make the equivalent of Rabbi Yechonon, it would be that when I throw this, this, this um, shelf, the shelf makes the Rosh Hashayochid. Not that it is the Rosh Hashayochid. It makes a Rosh Hashayochid. Where? Below. That below, because I can drop all the Mechitzas, right? Mm. So this whole area underneath becomes a Rosh Hashayochid. Once I say that, then I can say that simultaneously with it making a Rosh Hashayochid... It itself landed in the Rosh Hashayochid. Because look, this is the Rosh Hashayochid. Whatever you want to say, right? That's the Rosh Hashayochid. So it made the Rosh Hashayochid and it landed in the Rosh Hashayochid. That's the same shot as Rabbi Yechonon. The problem with Rechtosus is that he proves from Daf Kofalov that underneath is not a Rosh Hashayochid. The only part which is the Rosh Hashayochid is on top of the plank. So then in which case it's not the same as what Rabbi Yechonon was talking about because here what's happening is it's making the Rosh Hashayochid 
It's not landing in the Rishis Hayochid, because it itself is the Rishis Hayochid. The plank of wood is the Rishis Hayochid. It's not landing in a Rishis Hayochid. So it's not the same shadow as what we were talking about earlier. That's the question Tosfos has. Yeah? I'm just pointing out, I don't know if it's a Raya connected to Rukhai, it's not the first one we had. Right? It may be a Raya connected to Rukhai. Trying to think if you were, because we said the other day, maybe, sorry, just one second. Or was it the other day we wanted to suggest that it could be Tolu? In the case of the Chulia, that was it, the case of the Chulia. No, according to what we said the other day, Tosis was supposed to go like, like Rabchayim, there were other regimes. So, okay, it's, it's a, it's a He'or, okay? What does Tosis answer? Tosis does not give that answer. Tosis answers, the Omeri. So the re says, For example, there are two mechitzes of texts, and on the third side, on minon daf That we say this, this fourth of So therefore, we don't have this problem. Meaning to say, because if you look bird's eye view, before this comes down, this is the ground. I've got yesedis on this side, the pegs here. I got the pegs here. That's not yet Rosh Hashayochid, is it? Because the pegs are not wide enough, and it's only two mechitzas, even if you've got lobbed or anything like that with the pegs, right? That's not. As this comes down, it lands on the pegs. Yeah? When it lands, we say, you get an imaginary third wall on this side. So now I've got three mechitzas. They're also the Gideon can't get in. We've answered that as well, presumably, right? You've got that. Three, well, it could get in through this side as that happens, but okay, but you've got, right, Mechitzas on, the, on these three sides, effectively, and it's four by four underneath. So therefore it comes out that when it lands and creates this third Mechitza, it's a Rosh underneath as well, and therefore it is landing in the Rosh it has just created. That's the answer of Tosfus. Okay? Yeah. Now there is this question, why are we not worried about Gideon Bokenbo? The fact that with these imaginary mechitzas, animals can just walk in. Which just seem to sort of just evade the question. <coughs> but the Rashba does not evade the question. He asks the question and sort of blibes shred. Not quite sure what we do with this question of Gideon Bokenbo. So, the Magid Mishnah um, the Magid Mishnah does mention that the, the Rashba elsewhere, I think, in, I think it's in Aved HaSakedesh, the Rashba wrote a statement called Aved HaSakedesh as well, final halacha sort of thing, um, that he addresses the question there. And he actually gives, I think, a similar sort of answer to Tosfus um, to get around this problem. Let's see if I can see it quickly. Um, He says, you've got a kaisel hamukov l'roshasayochid. One second. I'm not, to be honest with you, I don't, I'm not absolutely clear what, what, what the, how he answers it, but 
I'll read to you what he says. Maybe you can. He says, It's a wall surrounding the Rishasayochid. And the Bekiyas Bekidim is not Mavatalit. Because it's like Chore Rishasayochid. He wants to say, since it's like Chorosh Sayochid, that doesn't, it's not Mabatalit. Yeah, apparently once once you've got the Kiyas, once you've got that, Chorosh Sayochid, it doesn't. It's not Mabatalit. I don't know. He wants to say the Kiyas Kedim doesn't destroy. I'm not sure whether Chorosh Sayochid, I have to think, think, think about what, what he's answering there. But it's near a wall, so goats can't get in or something. No, I don't think that's what he's saying. He's saying because it's kachurish sayochid, therefore we don't we're not worried about the kiaskadir. Because I've got a rish sayochid already. So what's the problem? The kiaskadir, the kiaskadir doesn't destroy churish sayochid. Let's say I've got a rish sayochid and I've got holes there, but the holes animals could get into. That doesn't mean it's not churish sayochid. As long as the animals can't destroy my mechitzes of the Rosh Hashayochid itself, that, that, that's, as far as I understand, that's what he's answering. I have a Rosh Hashayochid. What I'm creating here is a Chure Rosh Hashayochid. Chure Rosh Hashayochid is not affected by Bikiyas Kedim. I'm just not quite, I can't picture in my mind exactly where the Chure is. You're thinking too much, you're thinking too lateral, right? It's just a small aperture. I know, and that's why I said to you, you're thinking too lateral. You're thinking too literal. I should say literal, maybe then instead of lateral. That Chure Rosh Sayochit is not, we've seen many examples, can be very big things. Doesn't only mean holes in the wall. Anything which is toffled to the Rosh Sayochit comes under Chure Rosh Sayochit. Right? We even spoke about the idea that the pit could be Chure Rosh Sayochit to what's on top, to the Chulia. Right? We said not, because that's the Ikka. That was not one answer we suggested. But Chorosh Sayochit could be anything else as well. Chorosh Sayochit is not affected by the by the Bikis Kedim. I think that's what he's saying. But I, I just can't picture exactly what it looks like. But all we've got here is four corner posts and something. That's not what he said. Listen again to what he said. You've already got a wall surrounding a Rosh Sayochit. And then, maybe within this wall, it's a very thick wall, I don't know exactly what, within the wall, you've got this creation of a Rosh of Chure Rosh Sayochit. I thought we were in a Rosh Sarabin, uh, this whole thing was set up. I don't know about this wall business around, I don't, I don't understand. You've got a wall surrounding a Rosh Sayochit. You've got, one sec, one sec, you've got a wall surrounding a Rosh Sayochit. I've got a Rosh Sayochit. A wall. I made a Rosh Sayochit. Yes? I've then got this set up, which is in some way connected to it, which is now going to be Chure Rosh Hashayochid. Chure Rosh Hashayochid. I don't know. That's what I said to you. I can't, I can't picture it. If you can help me picture it. But it's... Somehow, yeah? You've got this set up, which is creating Chure Rosh Hashayochid. To be honest with you, it's not so important right now what it looks like. Yeah? Just, it's creating a Chure Rosh Hashayochid. It's not a little hole in the wall. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah? And he's told us a Yisoid, if I've understood him correctly, I could be wrong, I have to check it out properly, but it, it doesn't, doesn't seem to say much more than that, right? That if 
it's Churi Roshisayochit. Churi Roshisayochit is not affected by Bikiyas Kedim. That seems to be the assertion. He says, Vein Bikiyas Kedim of Atelas, Shari Kuchuri Roshisayochit. Well, what's it going to do with somebody uh, in a Rosh Hashanah throwing a plank on these four pillars? If you have a Rosh Hashanah and you put four mechitzas round, what is that now? Is that a Rosh Hashanah? It, no, it's a... Right, there's, there's nothing to discuss there. That's a Rosh Hashanah. So I've got a Rosh Hashanah, I've got a wall surrounding, which is a Rosh Hashanah, right? And I've also got these pegs... And what wall surrounding? From this, from this, uh, this no. virtual, this imaginary, no. uh, this chuppah. Again, okay. te'emido b'koysel. Koysel, hamukov, the hayochid. There is a wall surrounding erushas hayochid. So in erushas hayochid, if you've got a wall... Now, 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 after that, I've then got these pegs. Yeah. yeah. And the pegs are, right now, are nothing, because they're in erushas harabin. They're in Rosh Hashanah. They are in Rosh Hashanah. No, and the, you've got a wall surrounding it. You've I've got, got a wall. Again, here. Look. One second. One second. One second. This is my Rosh Hashanah. Right. Now, one second. This is my Rosh Hashanah. Right. This table. There's no wall. No Right. Smells nice. Whatever's in it. Right. There's Rosh Hashanah inside it. Right. Yeah. This is a wall of Rosh Hashayochit, correct? A solid wall? Or yes, a solid wall. This is a solid, solid wall of Rosh Hashayochit. Yeah. Right, we agree? Yeah? yeah? Here, I've got my pegs. In the Rosh Hashayochit. In the Rosh Duff yeah. comes and lands on it, yeah. creates Rosh Hashayochit. Oh no, it's not, because the kiosk is here. Oh yes, it is, because it's Khoi Rosh Hashayochit. It's next to us. The wall of the Rosh Hashayochit. How it's next to it, I don't know. At which point do you say it's Churish Sayochit? Good question. Maybe because when the duck is in line at the top of the wall, it counts as an extension of it, and therefore it's Churish Sayochit. I don't know for definite. As I said to you, I can't picture exactly what it looks like. But that's the way I understand what he's saying, is you've got wall of Rosh Sayochit, and in, next to it, in the Rosh I'm going to try to create another extension to my Rosh Sayochit, which is going to be Churish Sayochit. Goats can go through it. Goats can go through it still. Oh! So says the Rashba you said that that doesn't bother me when you're talking about Khuri Rosh Hashayochit. It bothers some people. But it doesn't bother Siegel because the point is Khuri Rosh Hashayochit doesn't need Mechitzas per se. It simply latches on to the Rosh Hashayochit. Right? I may have misunderstood what he's saying. It's only a two-liner. You can take a look at yourself. It's in Perikid Dalit Halacha in the Magid Mishnah. It's a little Magid Mishnah, he quotes it at the end, right? I'll try and look up the Avedis again. That's what he says. What I wanted to share with you is that this whole question about the Kiyas Gideon, there are a Shainim who say, I think the Ritzvah at the beginning of Eruvin, says, the big Chidosh, that there's a difference between Pitikra Yerid Vesese and Gud Achis, or Gud Asi, whichever one you want. Did you know that? I was wondering. No, I'm not talking about the difference. We know what the difference is between the two, right? What I'm telling you is there's a chidosh, there's a difference in this halach of Bikiyas Kedim. Bikiyas Kedim doesn't apply to Pitek Royeriz Vesosi. The Arashenim will hold like that. 
It's an interesting idea. It's not really for Alsa it's more really Aruman Dekasagis, but it's an interesting idea. Right? Pitikrayerivisation would be, for example, the edge of this table. And just say, drop the edge of the table, it's got an edge to it, you drop it down. Good achis, good is, for example, if you've got a pillar, and you want to say, I'll continue those, you know, I've got the machitas of the pillar down below, it's just a solid thing, I'll say, no, it's not. I just imagine that outer peel, sort of peel it off, yeah, very carefully, and then raise it up. A bit like if you've got a, sort of a straws, you know, pipes, right? One is, one is thicker than the other. So you can, the thicker one, you can sort of raise it up. You understand what I'm saying? So in other words, if I have a pipe here, round this, this is my pillar, so I just imagine it like it's gone up like that. That's not P-Tikra. Like a telescope. A bit like a telescope, you like it. Yeah? That's p that's good after, it's all good after, like that. P-Tikra is where I've got an edge to the, I've got an edge like that, and I just, I drop the edge of the, uh, the thing. This is not Tantfok, there's, there's nothing to good after or whatever. It's just as Alokha, you drop Alokha and Mishimisina, you drop the edge of the, like a plumb line there. And this halacha pi tikra, there are those who want to say the kiyas kidim doesn't cause a problem for that. Halacha and Sorry? But in both cases, it's imaginary. The, uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's all halacha effects, I suppose, halacha and Mishimisina. But that's the, there are Rishayim. And so it's more, that's the for Erevin, more about that in Erevin, but that's more the, uh, it's, it's a good idea to have pi tikra, there are Rishayim holds. You can see obviously the Rashba didn't hold like that. Right? Um, Tosa, I don't know, just said, I feel like a bit much, but doesn't hold that either. But, P. Tikra is not, we're not bothered by it. There's another thing, by the way, whether we say P. Tikra, whether we say all four machitas. That's another, it's Machalik's Roshanim about that as well. These are just the ideas, right? Whether you can say on all, if you literally just got all four sides, or whether you can only say on one or two sides or anything like that. Okay, that that's again a Machalik, something Russian, Rabbi Natam or something like that. But, um, other than that, that's it. And, uh, right, let's just keep moving. Okay?